This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Colorado Avalanche tonight downtown. The Hershey Bears continue to dominate the American Hockey League. And voice of the Bears, Zach Fish, will join us to give us the latest from Chocolate Town. Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, February 13th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. It's a home game tonight at 7th and F. Colorado in town for the only time this season. And Washington is coming off three points out of a possible four against two of the best teams in the NHL in Boston and Vancouver this past weekend. The men of Spencer Carberry are also starting games much better lately. The Caps have allowed just one goal in the first period over the last three games after allowing nine first period tallies in the five games previous. Washington has also scored the game's first goal in three in a row. That's the second longest streak of the season. The power play has also been much better. In the 2024 portion of the schedule, entering play tonight, the Caps are at 21.7% with a man advantage since the 1st of January. On the show this morning, we look to the north and check in on the Hershey Bears. Still far and away, the number one team in the American Hockey League coming down the stretch. We chat with the voice of the Bears, Zach Fish, on Hendricks LaPierre, the best goalie tandem in the league, and Clay Stevenson and Hunter Shepard, defenseman Vinny Iorio, and the good times that have been easy to find this season in central Pennsylvania. Well, Zach, thanks for joining us here this morning as the Capitals getting ready for Colorado, the Bears getting ready for a trip to Canada, and steady as she goes in Chocolate Town, 37-9. That's just incredible. 13 points more than any other team right now in the American League. How fun has this been for you? How fun has this been for the players, the organization? It's been pretty incredible, John, and thanks for having me as always. It's a lot of fun right now in Chocolate Town. This Bears team just continues to impress, continues to find find ways to win and you know coming out of the all-star break you're thinking hey we got a little over 26 27 ish games left how do you keep this team motivated how do you keep them going forward for wanting to be the best and wanting to set records and wanting ultimately to achieve that next step because if you talk to guys from the team they'll say hey we don't think we played our best hockey yet which is scary when you have a 792 points percentage and you're 13 points ahead of your next closest opponent so that's the encouraging thing is these groups still feels they have a lot more to give but to answer your question it has been a lot of fun winning the cup last year you never know what you're going to get the next season you have a good core group returning but you lost some pieces and really it's been a reload right on the fly from what we brought back and what we brought in and it's really come to fruition with a sensational team that scores more than last year's team and defends and has just as good, if not better, goaltending as well. So it's a perfect mix for success and just seems like every night you're, you're talking about another two points for the Bears. Plenty to ask you about here this morning, and I'm sure maybe first and foremost on folks' minds around here is how is Hendricks LaPierre doing after 20-some games in a Capitals uniform this year? Mike Scarbosa is here now and seemingly could be here for a bit with Evgeny Kuznetsov away. I got to believe that having big-time minutes, and I would think that's what he's getting there, how has he fared? How is he scoring? How is he playing at 
both ends of the ice. And what's the latest on Lappy? Love having Hendricks back in Chocolate Town. Obviously a Calder Cup champion last year. And you can tell he's a National Hockey League player, a player on the cusp of being a regular National Hockey League player. There's still things to work on his game, no doubt. We can talk about those, but he brings it each and every night. His 200-foot game is exponentially better than it was when he came in as a rookie. Guy that got a little tough love last year, and he's made the most of it. That's why he's played so many games in the National Hockey League this season. But he's relied upon in his own zone. He can kill penalties if need be, but he's getting power play time, and you're right. He's getting top six minutes right now. He's on a line with Joel Snively and Alex Lamoge, two guys from Virginia, so some ties to Little Caps organization there. The three of them have real good chemistry, and that's the reason Todd Nelson didn't want to break them up. Even with Mike Scarbosa called up to the NHL, Hershey's second line really gets just as much ice time as their first line. I know Caps fans sometimes see and say, why is Miro Stachinko on the third line, or why is LaPierre on the second line? Todd Nelson will roll all four of his lines and really not cut down as much as an NHL coach would in those late-game situations. So he's getting a lot of ice time, consistency for him, and just little things like finishing his checks, um, getting to the middle of the ice a little bit more. All those are going to make him a relied-upon NHL player that's able to grasp that 3C position for Spencer Carberry down the road. But I've liked what I've seen from him. He has a lot of poise with the puck, and that's something that I don't think we saw as much last year. You know, he looks like a guy that's on the cusp of taking that next step. So we'll enjoy him here in Chocolate Town, but imagine it's only a matter of time till he's back up with a big club again. At forward, and just thinking back to our time with you guys last spring, Ethan Frank was a tremendous regular season, gets the contract with Washington. He was quiet and even sat for a while in the playoffs and then exploded in the final when they needed him most in Game 3. And I know this year is having another outstanding year. I guess when we talk about him, I'm wondering where is his game currently? Is he someone that if the Capitals, say post-trade deadline, may need a forward or somebody to come up and spell for a little bit, get a cup of coffee, see what he's all about? Is Ethan Frank ready to make that jump if he gets the call? I love his game, and I love the way that he can put the puck on the net. We know he's the fastest man in hockey. He was an all-star for the second consecutive year. This is his second year pro, been AHL all-star each year. He's already over 20 goals with 21 on the season and you know, put up another lap that was better than Connor McDavid's time in the skills competition. Just over, didn't beat his own record, but just over 13 seconds this year at the all-star game in San Jose. But Ethan Frank is a goal scorer. He can shoot the puck as good as anybody I've ever seen at this level in my eight years in the American Hockey League. He's got a shot that would compete with anybody outside of maybe Alex Ovechkin in the National Hockey League right now. He can really rip the puck, both on a one-timer from that left circle on the power play, where he has 10 power play goals this year, which is tops in the league. So, fortunately right now for him, he is a little bit banged up. He got hurt in the game in Providence last weekend, a lower body injury, going to be reevaluated this week. Not sure if it's anything that's going to keep him out long-term. Doesn't seem like it, at least at this point, but have to get that checked out before the team heads to Canada, and hopefully it'll only be minor. But I do think his time is coming. You can't score at his clip the American Hockey League level and not at least get a cup of coffee, especially if there is an opportunity post-trade deadline that goes that way. And again with him, it's just about consistency and elevating his game, getting rid of those defensive deficiencies that, that hurt him and maybe took him out of the lineup in the playoffs at times last year. But I think he's taking strides in that department, still working on it. If you need a guy that can put the puck in the net at this level, he's as good as it comes. I know when we were back at training camp and a lot of folks were always curious about Vinny Iorio and where he was coming out of the Calder Cup final. He didn't get to play in every game. He wasn't 100% during the run to the championship last spring. He gets a little bit of time during the preseason here. 
where is his game? How is he faring? And maybe the progression. I know it's been a little bit of a work in progress. We talked about that a little bit before, but where's Vinny's game here as you guys head down the stretch run toward uh, postseason play here? Yeah, he's just 21. He's played in the NHL and assisted on an Alex Ovechkin goal, and he's a Calder Cup champion. So it's just continuing to mature as a person, as a player, as a professional, and he's taken strides in all those departments. So 11 points this season. He had 22 last year. A boatload of those were assists. He had 20 last season. A little off in that department this year, but he's got four goals, which is double what he had all of last year. But he's playing big minutes. Uh, he's a guy that's been paired with Lucas Johansson a lot. Johansson is unfortunately week to week with an upper body injury, so he hasn't been able to play with his normal partner. But he's been with kind of everybody. But he's got an NHL caliber body, but he's got to grow into that frame. And he's got to grow into being a good first pass, meat potatoes, simple defenseman in his own zone. And I've liked the way that he's taken steps. Thought he had a bit of a slow start. This year, which is maybe to be expected for a young guy that played a ton of games last year all the way to the finals and had a short summer. But he's gotten his confidence to where it needs to be uh, is playing some of his best hockey right now. So there's always going to be mistakes, especially when you're a young player, just cleaning up those and making those egregious mistakes, something that gets out of your game. But I like his puck decisions of late. And I think that he's going to continue to grow and develop to be a good right handed defenseman. I don't know if he projects to be a a top four guy or a top pairing guy, the NHL level, but he's young and there's a lot of potential there and he certainly has the frame for it. Talking goalies, we've seen Hunter Shepard here this year, at least a little bit, and has had some very nice moments at the NHL level. I think we know what he's about. I know that we've talked about Clay Stevenson before, and I think a lot of us here, thinking back to when he came out of Dartmouth as a college free agent, excited about the size. I know a lot of folks here, and Ole Kolzig is one of them, and certainly he knows a little something about goaltending here, that they were very excited about what he can do. And now this season, We've seen the shutouts and we've seen the accolades that have come his way. Intrigued on where he is here as he progresses through the season. How is the goaltending split? When you got two guys, when you've got a Calder Cup MVP and a guy lighting up the league, I know there's a lot of games on the weekends, but it seems like there's only one net and only one of them can play. How is that getting divvied up and how are both of them and maybe even a little bit more about Clay? How are they faring here? Yeah, it's pretty much an even split right now. And it just depends on the scenario. Shepard has not maybe played as many games as you think he would just because of the recalls to the National Hockey League. There's been several times that Shepard was supposed to play a game or maybe two games on a week that he was up with the Capitals. So Stevenson has actually played on back-to-back nights, which is kind of unheard of these days for a goaltender five times this year. So he's gotten a lot of workload when Shepard has been up. As far as Clay goes, you look at the overall body of work of the season, you got to be impressed. He's an all-star as a rookie. He's got a 1-9-3 goals against average, which is the best in the American Hockey League, and six shutouts, which has already passed the Hershey rookie record. Again, the franchise is 86 years old, so anytime you're rewriting the record book, you're doing something right. He's just one off from the franchise's record as a whole for shutouts in a season. So he's having a pretty unprecedented year. Now, to back it up a little bit, his play of late hasn't been as sharp. Uh, he got six goals against in the Springfield game this past weekend. He had four goals against in the Lehigh Valley game prior to the break and hasn't been as sharp as maybe he was prior to that. But every time you hit a bump in the road, he's a guy that's hard on himself and he's got to continue to find that confidence and that mental aspect of the game to focus on the next one. And he's working with goalie coach Yuha Letula to do that. So there's a lot of growth in his game from game one of the season to where he is now. His rebound control has been cleaned up, but he's a big guy and he very, very much so is poised and doesn't wait much movement in his net. 
you know, obviously Carey Price was one of the best goalies of the generation. I don't want to compare him to that. It's not an apples to apples comparison, but his style and the way that he's fluid, he kind of models it after a guy like a Carey Price. He's got that size and that range, but he's not exactly the biggest man as far as uh, his weight goes. He's trying to put on a little bit more in that department and he's got to work on his puck handling. That's one big aspect of his game that they're working with him on, but a lot of potential there. They signed him to three-year extension, John. They like what they see. Two of those are one way. And I think they know he has a future. As you mentioned, when he came out of Dartmouth, like the size, a lot of teams were after him, not just the Capitals. They all saw the potential too. So it's good that he's in the organization. And as for Shep, I'll keep it brief with him because Caps fans have seen it and Bears fans have seen it. The MVP of the Calder Cup Finals last year, he just wins. It's not always pretty, but he just wins. He's 19-2-1, which is crazy. And he's got the second best goals against average in the league now at 2.10. So the Bears have the best tandem in the league as far as goals against average goes, one and two. And Shepard is 10-0-1 in his last 11 games. So he's just a winner. Sometimes it is a little wild. He's flopping out there, but he keeps the puck out and he keeps the puck out at the times that he needs to. And we saw that in the run to the finals. So love the guy. He's older. But, you know, if the Caps needed somebody right now in a pinch or somebody for the rest of the season, I think he could do the job admirably and then some. Just phenomenal goaltending when you have that on the same team. I don't think there was as good as the teams were when I was there back in the day. I didn't have anything like that. That is truly great. Uh, last one for you. I know the road trip coming up here. You guys going to be spending time north of the border. Give us just a little uh, handicap of what's coming up here for the Bears as they head into Canada here for the next three games. Yeah, it's a lot of road games in the second half of the season. Hershey had a home-heavy schedule in the first half. Only three home games and one has already been played in the month of February. So in the midst of a five-game trip right now, already two up to New England under the belt, back home for a couple days of practice. But heading to Toronto to take on the Marlies. Bears beat them once already this season. It's the lone visit to Toronto uh, upcoming on this weekend. And then head to Belleville for a game next Monday for family day up there north of the border for an afternoon contest on Monday. The Senators are the team that shut out the Bears on opening night way back when, so a little avenging that loss on Hershey's mind for sure. And then into Laval, which is a very tough building to play, 11,000 plus in a rocking atmosphere. And the Rocket have enjoyed a bit of a resurgence after a very slow start. That's next Wednesday before returning home. Real quick turnaround, about nine hours via bus back on Thursday of the following week from Laval to play two home games at Giant Center to close out the month of February. So some time away from home. I think it'll be good for a lot of the guys that are Canadian to get back north of the border. A little bit of home cooking for some of those guys. But, you know, the Bears right now are just trying to elevate their game. Coming off a loss last time around. And, you know, Ethan Frank, I mentioned a little banged up. But you're also dealing with no Mike Scarbosa. And they dealt with that in the playoffs last year. But he's been a linchpin for the team's success in a lot of ways. And the catalyst for the team's success fit in anywhere that they need him. Leading the league in assists. So. How that kind of evolves without Mike Scarbosa is going to be up to the coaches to define and see who steps up. But looking forward to the challenge and a little bit of poutine and, and some fun north of the border. Poutine and wins. That's never a bad way to go to Canada. 37-9 and nine as the Bears get ready to go to Canada here. Zach, appreciate this. Thanks for joining us as always. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. If the Caps are out of town and you need a hockey fix, I would encourage you all to take a day trip to Hershey and check out the Bears. It's a special season for the chocolate and white. Thanks to Zach Fish for filling us in today on the latest from north of the Mason-Dixon line. It's the Capitals and the Colorado Avalanche tonight at 7, 6.45 airtime on 106.7 A Fan and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7, heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Tuesday, everybody.
for the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.